You're listening to The Building Code, your guide for a better way to run your business. I'm Tom Houghton. Hi, Tom. It's Paul Worth over here. Hey, Paul. Long time no see. We're doing this over the Zoom waves now. Over the Zooms. Yeah. (laughs) Who's tired of Zoom already, huh? Right? Raise your hand if you're tired of Zoom. Don't take your hand off the wheel. We know you're all out there, tired of Zoom, ready for back-in-person contact again. Correct. <laughs> what what a, what a wild intro. Let's let's keep the ball moving here. Sounds good. Well, let's. If only we would have had a strategy coming into this podcast. Uh, speaking like the, our first episode, you mean? Yeah, like our first or episode ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Hey, speaking of first episode up online, just in case you missed this, uh, all those great listeners out there, our podcasts are now on YouTube, so you can listen to our podcasts on YouTube. Uh, you won't actually get to see uh, Paul and I. Some might say that's actually a benefit of wa- of watching it on YouTube, but we've got that up on YouTube, and you can stream the episodes there. So while you're working, if you want on your computer, you can pull up YouTube, the building code, and you'll find us there. So pretty great. Tom, as our podcast strategist, are, are we? Do we plan on having a video of us up soon? We are Is working that on that. Sure. Yeah, it would be great. We're working on that. Hopefully, uh, before the before the end of this year is probably our tentative timeline. Before the end of 2020, you might get to see Paul and Tom in action with our guests. So stay tuned on that one. All right. Well, we won't tease anymore. We'll get straight on into it. We've got our chief strategy officer, David Arnold, joining us today. David Arnold is the chief strategy officer at Builder Trend. He's been here for a number of years. Started just after me, actually. So. That means something to about two people in this call, me and David Arnold. I'll let him do the introduction, though, of letting us know the background on his work. David Arnold, welcome to the Builder Trend Podcast. Yeah, I appreciate the big day. Uh, you know, I, I dream often about spending time with Tom and Paul, you know, especially on the podcast. And, you know, it's, it's a big day for me, big day for the podcast. So, yes, I'm David Arnold, been here about four years, and I have the, the fortunate opportunity to um, be the chief strategy officer, which is a, a really glorified and obnoxious title uh, that I'm sure we'll talk about here in a second. But uh, at the end of the day, our team is is trying to answer a couple simple questions that are simple to ask, hard to answer. Things like, what else should we do? Who should we do that with? Uh, and often those questions lead to new growth opportunities, partnerships, and things like that. So it's a small but mighty team uh, that has the fortunate benefit to uh, have the machine that is built a trend paying the bills so we can spend time thinking about new opportunities. Yeah, David Arnold and his team here at Build a Trend are responsible for some of the best parts of Build a Trend. I mean, there's lots of great parts, but one of the parts is all of the partnerships that we have with other great companies. So we've previously talked with the Home Depot about the partnership on episode, I think that was 83. Uh, we had them on to talk about the partnership there. And again, your team was instrumental in working with the Home Depot to create that partnership. Yeah, it's it was a fun one. Um, you know, we first met Home Depot um, about this about four years ago, about the, the time I started, I think the infamous Paul Worth actually gave them a demo a month after I started. Uh, and there have been a ton of conversations between now and, and that first point where both companies were getting to know each other, um, trying to figure out how we could work together from a theoretical perspective, and then you start to test it. Uh, so we sp- spent a lot of time getting to know them talking to our customers about the way that they order products uh, and, and learned a lot and you know are, are really excited to take all of those learnings and discussions and turn them into something that we think will add a lot of value for the folks that work with both companies. But 
you know, that's maybe an extreme example of what we do day to day, but it is, I think, representative of, of how we get to a partnership and, and what happens before it gets to the limelight and, you know, our customers and, and employees. And that's really uh, to take a look at the needs of our clients. Uh, we know that they spend money and time on things beyond software. And so our team starts with that. We try and identify what those things are that contractors need to be successful, to be highly productive, understand where they're getting those things from today, and, and hopefully find a business model and a partner that results in a better deal for them that can be accessed directly within the software. So it requires a lot of patience, a lot of uh, curiosity. Um, but for a person like myself that likes living in the gray, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's what I like so much about your team and the partnerships is that you know, I think the general strategy is we're trying to become much more than just a software to our clients, right? You know, we, I, I think, and this comes from you and your team, is that the idea would be we want to build a community. Uh, and then because you're a part of this community of Builder Trend, you get access to all these great uh, companies. So I think that's really cool. How do some, some of these ideas come to you, you and your team? Uh, are they sourced from our clients directly or kind of a, a mix of everything? Yeah, all of the above. Um, you know, step one when I came on was to come up with a process to evaluate things that were coming to us from clients, from employees, from, you know, random companies that reach out. Uh, and as you do that, at the same time, you're getting to know our customers and their non-software needs. You, you start to come up with, for lack of a better word, a strategy um, and, and really more accurately, a list of things you want to learn more about. Um, and so today, after a few years of doing that proactive work, we have you know kind of a roadmap of things that we want to continue to explore, partnerships we want to um, evaluate by talking to other companies, but we still get ideas in. I mean, I think when it comes to strategy or really any new line of business, whether you're a software company or construction company, you have to make sure that you don't just come up with an idea and, and think it's the best thing in the world. You have to talk to as many people as possible. You need to search for why you're wrong. Uh, and if you know you start to look for ways that you may be wrong or you know start to try and convince yourself it's a bad idea and you can't it really shows you're onto something so it's really a long process um but to your question paul ideas come from everywhere that's the way it should be um we're fortunate to have a, a number of clients a number of employees where ideas are, are in no short supply we do have a lot of creative individuals here at Builder Trend, so uh, and that's great. We we actually just had our, our internal hackathon, so that was great. We got a lot of ideas from that. That was our third annual hackathon that just took place. We take our engineering department, but not just them. Anybody in the in the company can join a team and basically put together an idea to help make Builder Trend better. So the idea of feedback and listening to others is crucial. We've talked about it in a number of episodes before this about, you know, great ideas don't always happen in a vacuum. Most of them require some sort of feedback and ideation to continue moving forward. So you've obviously, you're, you're one man, you're at the top of the, the totem pole there, but you've got a great team that's working alongside you to, to make sure that you're delivering the best partnership and value to our customers. Yeah, and I think, you know, you touch on a really important point. Um, if any one person tells you they own strategy or ideas, then you should immediately, you know, stop listening to them because they obviously aren't doing it right. Um, strategy at Build a Trend is a team sport. Ideation is a team sport. And frankly, that's something that we're putting a lot of attention on right now. 
getting ideas from anyone in the company and making sure they can actually get over the finish line. It, it's interesting as the company grows like we have that it gets harder and harder to to get ideas done quickly because you want to not take undue risks. And so um, as our team has grown, um, we've tried to build a, a little bit of a separate process. Uh, the hackathon is similar in the sense that you want to do things quickly. You want to test, see if you're onto something, and then you can always build upon it later. And so at this stage of Builder life, um, like I said, it's, it's not a problem of ideas. It's just a problem of understanding exactly how to treat each of them, long-term, short-term, partnership, internal. There's just a lot of variables. And so we hear a ton from our customers. Um, we'd love to do them all immediately. Um, that's not possible, but we, we do think we can get better uh, and quicker at giving feedback, taking you know small bets, uh, all those things. So Hackathon is really critical to that because it allows our all of our employees to be really creative. And to Tom's point, we've got a ton of really, really talented folks. Definitely. So we've obviously talked about how long this process takes. Uh, you know, having a strategy is a, a key to any successful business. So businesses across the globe have had to make quick short-term strategy shifts to cope with the COVID pandemic that we're having. So now we're six months into this unprecedented pandemic. They might have had a short-term strategy. So in your opinion, do you think businesses have need, need to shift to a longer-term strategy in this new reality that we're living in? Uh, you know, I, I don't think anyone knows what the long-term looks like. I mean, I think that's what's hard for, for every business, whether you're a restaurant, build a trend, or, or one of our clients. Is No one has a crystal ball. Um, so what you have to do is, is triage. And then once you triage and you feel like things are maybe a little more stable, um, you have to do a balancing act between short and long term. And, and, and honestly, I think that's what a company should be doing anyways. Um, it's just harder when things are going well um, to pop out of the business and think about what else you could be doing. Um, but I would argue it's critical. And um, one of the hardest things that I've seen for uh, owners of companies, whether it's tech companies like the ones I work with in the past or, or our clients is finding time to just take a breath and think about what else could we be doing? And these can be big things, small things, hiring a new product line. Um, but I think you have to, you have to sign it like it's work. Uh, and if you're a, an owner of the business and you don't, you literally don't have time for it, you, you need to think about firing yourself of certain functions. And that's really hard, especially if you're good at those, those things or you're, you know, you have trouble trusting somebody with your baby. Uh, you know, that happens all the time, but I don't think you can plan well unless you're, taking the time to think about the long-term. Uh, so I think that's one thing that is really hard for founders, um, big, small companies, but I think it's critical to just assign it as work, block it out on your calendar, whatever you have, whatever you have to do, but uh, make time for it. Yeah, that's crucial. So you obviously kind of mentioned some tips there of like blocking out time. Any other tips that you can I mean, I, I know as a business owner, right, when you're in the weeds of it, you're, it's like you don't have time. And I guess ultimately you've got to prioritize what's, what's more important, the here and now or the future of the business. Uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, the answer is both. That, that's the problem. Um, if you spend too much time on the short term, you don't have a North Star that's clear and, and you don't have anything guiding those, those investments you're making. Um, if you're only thinking about the long term, things don't get done. Uh, people don't have guidance. They're not held accountable. Uh, and, and that's why a person has to think long and hard about what's the highest and best use of their time. And often as a founder or, you know, the person who is the one person that can lead the company, you have to get rid of the things that 
that someone else can do. Even if that means accepting that they're going to do 70% of the quality that you would do, you know, you, you allow them to do that 70, you coach them to get them closer to what you could do. But what's critical about that handoff is then you get some time back that you can put to the things that only the owner, only the, the CEO can do. Uh, and I think that's how you pay attention to both. It's hard. And, and one of my past jobs, I worked with technology founders right when they were getting going, often when they were starting to have success. And it is it was the hardest thing for them to do successfully, fire themselves of, of key parts of the business. Uh, but the ones that made it did that. Uh, and I think that's the only real way to address both the short and long term. So let's let's pull on this thread a little bit, right? Moving from one owner to a, you know, firing yourself. I love that idea. The biggest challenge I think as a business owner is it's like, how do I make sure I've got the right person in control of that, that can handle the strategy? Yeah, um, it, I think it's like any hiring decision. You don't know for sure. Um, you have to ask good questions on the front end. You have to have an ideal type of person on the front end, but ultimately, you have to give them a shot um, and give them discretion. At the end of the day, what's probably most important is that you trust somebody's judgment. And the only way you can really get a feel for someone's judgment is allowing them to make decisions. So you can start small, um, but you have to see what they're made of. And unfortunately and unfortunately, the only way to do that is to let them make a decision and deal with the consequences. that's really easy, like when you talk about it academically, but in practice, it's it's very, very hard um, because you know you can get something done. You know you can make that decision, um, but it just gets back to that highest and best use of your time. Uh, and like I said, I, I, I truly think that's that principle applies whether you're running a, you know, a, a pool building business or or a tech company. So it sounds like we're talking directly to owners who are listening to this right now. You know, one of the strategies that I've seen work in this industry is is construction owners talking to other construction owners, their peers, whether they're, you know, physically in the same area or, you know, have a common uh, denominator like builder trend. Is that a good strategy if, if you're an owner who just, just doesn't know where to start? Yeah, hands down. Uh, I think that's also one that's hard because a lot of people think asking for advice means, you know, you're not up to the task. Uh, but being a founder and an owner is a is a lonely, lonely role um, because you know you, you have to project that you know what you're doing. You have to make decisions. There's a lot of responsibility. And to your point, when you can talk to somebody who inherently gets that, they know what it's like to make those decisions, to manage a budget, a company. Um, you can cut through a lot of the BS and, and just get to good feedback. So I, I think on top of making sure that your planning is continuous and, and kind of a part of your weekly, monthly activities, getting feedback from people outside your organization, whether they, you know, run a similar company or or just have a perspective that's valuable, I think is is another really key uh, way to be successful. Yeah, and if, they, if you want to connect with other builder trend owners, um, we have a Facebook group, don't we? We do. We've got uh, so you can you've got a couple different ways to connect with other owners. One of them is, of course, to join our fan club page on Facebook, the Building Code Crew, because there's other. Listeners. I should have led with that. You should have led with that. But that's okay. Yeah. I, I'll take yeah. care of that. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so join the Building Code Crew, and that way you can interact with other uh, other builders, other construction professionals like yourself, but also our guests uh, will be on there. They're joining that. 
and you can continue the conversation there. There's a lot of ways to engage with us. We have social media channels on every platform you can imagine. And so you can interact with us that way as well. We also have Builder Trend Online Conference where you can join that and participate. We're in a unique position because we can actually kind of be the middleman here and connecting people. And so that's kind of what we're doing right now. We're, we're doing that through a lot of different ways. So check the show notes, buildertrend.com slash podcast for a ton of ways to, to connect with other builders. That's a great point, Paul. Yeah. And I think that's been one of the, um, the coolest things about Buildertrend University. Obviously that's on hold right now. Um, you know, as we just make sure that we're, we're being safe, but, uh, it was really awesome to see the owners talk to each other. Uh, and, and candidly, that wasn't something we, we were really focusing on when we started, but, um, a lot of the feedback showed that that was one of the things that was most valuable. Um, so whether it's building an online conference, you know, the virtual consulting or any of our in-person stuff, um, yeah, that's also a great way to, to learn from people who also have been proactive about getting build a trend, making themselves a better business. Um, so hopefully to Tom's point, we can help facilitate some of those connections. Absolutely. So I want to try to leverage your experience here, David. You've been with us for the for a while. You've been in your role, and we're now giving our listeners kind of access to somebody like yourself who's got a lot of experience. In the past, you know, three plus years, four years now almost, it's probably got to be close to that, right? What's been something that you've learned in the process of dealing with our strategy? Something that you didn't know before, or one of the things that stood out to you as kind of like the biggest like wow moments? I think um, the business model of the contractor is one that's not super well understood uh, in the sense that the person that, that a consumer would pay to build or improve their home doesn't always do a lot of the work or sometimes any of the blocking and tackling of, of the project. Uh, they sub it out, as you all know. And I think the complexity from that is, is really interesting and one of the reasons Billetron exists to bring everyone together to be on the same page. So. I think walking in to this company in this industry, that was, that was an eye opener, but there's some big benefits to it. You can be quick, you can be nimble. Um, and I think it allows contractors to bring in partners, maybe a little, a little um, easier. Um, so I think that was one of the things that was really interesting walking in. To that point of having partners, obviously there's a whole bunch of partnerships in the process of building a home. Um, and, Builders are struggling with some, t- some and depending on their location right now, specifically in the pandemic, some are struggling with shortages of supplies or workers, but some are obviously having success in those areas, just again, based on where they're at in the world. How can the businesses that are doing well now, have they've gotten back into the swing of things, how can they maintain that success moving forward, in your opinion? Yeah, I, I think understanding um, the investments a company's making the job costing, the financial management piece of running a contracting business is something that I think separates the good from the great businesses. And here at Buildertrend, we're putting a renewed focus on that financial management piece. Like our software is very broad, very deep, as everyone knows. But at its core, you know, we started with project management, which is organizing all of the stakeholders, those subs that I mentioned, the homeowner, and making sure that everyone knows who needs to do what next? And, and, you know, we still want to focus on that. But to my point, getting to the next level is really understanding um, the money that's coming in, where it's going, and how to improve and be more efficient with the management of, of the flow of, of funds. So we have some great financial features. We have some really exciting 
financial partnerships coming online that we think will take that to the next level. So, you know, the evolution of, of build a trend, it, it's almost getting back to something that we, we address as we broadened our, our set of features. And that's, um, after you get project management in place, let's get your financial management in place so you can understand how to make the investments that help you grow to the next, next level. The next level. That's where I always like to be. <laughs> All right, let's go to, let's go to questions. I want to learn about Dave. All right. So David, uh, obviously you're an internal employee of Builder Trend, And so all of our internal employees, uh, in order to help our listeners connect with them, we ask some, a series of questions. So three questions that lead to fun facts about you. That's our series title. That's gotten so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question is, uh, tell us a sport that you like to play in your spare time. Uh, basketball. Um, True story. I, I played pickup basketball really actively when I came to build a trend, uh, up until I broke my ankle before work one day, but for the record, uh, went to the doctor, got some medicines and crutches, hopped in a car with one of our founders uh, and drove to a meeting. So not even a broken, broken ankle stopped me from, from helping, uh, you know, BT. It shows That's the dedication. True. Your commitment is noted there, David. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, next question. Where can we find you around town? Favorite restaurant? Uh, well, right now it's, it's our kitchen because, you know, there's a couple things going on. But uh, in a normal environment, I'd, I'd say Pitch. Uh, it's this local independent um, Italian place that I think is, is, uh, is the best in town. Uh, you know, anytime that we have birthdays or, or something, we usually end up there. Nice. Final question for our intellectual type, just like yourself and a learner. So what's a book that you've read recently or you're currently reading that you're really excited about? Uh, there was a book on John Rockefeller, the guy that started Standard Oil, and it was it was fascinating. Uh, that, that's probably the best one I've read in a while. And I'm convinced that uh, Jeff Bezos read a book, this book or one like it, and then just is copying the playbook because... You know, he's, he's kind of doing a lot of the same things that the Rockefeller did back in, in the day. Um, so that one, that one's probably top of the list. Fantastic. Well, David, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge in the industry and with our company here with our listeners. I know they get a lot out of that. So thank you for doing that. And again, thanks for all that you're doing to make Builder Trend even better. Of course. You know, thanks for having me. As I mentioned, it's a, it's a big day. I'm going to go downstairs and talk to my wife and just you know, go through the whole play by play. <laughs> Celebrate with a glass of wine or something. That's right. That's right. You did a great job, David. Love what you heard? Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.